Welcome to A Woman's Brew, where women talk about beer. In today's episode, we tap into our hoppy place and explore a pair of Hopfen Vice. I'm Joanne and this is Tori. Hello. And we're two beer-loving women on a mission to get more people drinking and talking about great beer. Come join us. It's so, oppressively hot. It's yeah. oppressively hot. You'll notice if you're watching the video, I'm outside. Um, outside. <laughs> the beers that we're drinking today, I felt like they were definitely good, like beer garden, like outside yeah. beers. And because it was so oppressively hot, I was like, why am I going to sit in my room where I record, where it is uh, basically an oven? <laughs> um, I was like, I'm going to take the beers out to the natural habitat where they should be. And I'm going to go <laughs> sit outside in my beer garden. Way. Yeah, so I'm in my garden. So Phelan may or may not jump in. Um, I don't know she's been (laughs) trying to like she's been trying to be third podcast host for a while now yes but she's like so inconsistent that she's just rubbish um (laughs) but yeah I can't control what happens around me this is a live setting so uh hopefully it all goes all right because it's much nicer sitting out here so yeah if you notice like a change in scenery if you're watching the video it's probably because someone started doing their lawn again or something and I had to go inside because the audio quality sorry Rob it's not going to be the best sound today but um yeah uh, but yeah I'm excited to drink these beers today have you had a hot fin vice before I hadn't I hadn't at all no so I hadn't heard of them at all until a few months back and when I say a few months, it was probably before Christmas. So it's currently the very end of July as we are recording this, 2021. Um, I think Cloudwater did one before Christmas. Um, they did a, I don't know if it was a Hopkins Vice. It was a double, it was It was something similar. Yeah, no, it was a double Hopkins Vice. Du- double Hopkins Vice, and yeah. I was like, oh, I don't know what a Hopkins Vice is. Um, I didn't clock on to the double. <laughs> Until I started drinking it, I was like, oh, it was like a dipper hot fin vice, like yeah. dipper vice. I um, thought it was something slightly different because I got that one and I drank yeah. it um, and uh, around the same time that I sort of had saw a few others. So um, up until recently, like when I say no, I hadn't heard of it before, I meant no, I haven't heard of it much before the last few months. Yeah. Um, because, yeah, I had that one as well. I liked it. <laughs> <laughs> I I thought it was interesting. The alcohol level was just a little bit too much for me, but that's not not a surprise as it was a double. Um, But yeah, I thought the concept was really interesting. Um, So we found another one. Um, Oh, and I've got some things to say about this. So we've got basically Tory bought us both a knacken. Is that how you pronounce it? Yeah, Nakin. That's, that's I think it's pronounced as Nakin. Uh, yeah. It's an Omnipolo Siren collaboration. Yeah. I got us this. Um, I'll go into it a bit. And we actually drink it. I got it for us. Yeah, a few months back. Mm-hmm. Um, just thinking, like, I really like the artwork on it. Um, again, tell you more about that after. But um, really like the artwork. Obviously, I just happened to be going sort of down to Siren for it, and I saw that this was being released, and I was like, oh, it's Omnipolo as well. So it's going to be really interesting. So I got us them a few months back, and we were like. Oh, hot advice. Oh, we should do we something should, on that. And we should uh, do something. <laughs> when we were in um, Anne's Batch and Hob Day on the Bermondsey Beer Mile, uh, we happened to come across this one from Schneider Weiss. Now, it turns out that this is the original. And I'll tell you about that in a minute when we get into it. Interesting. Yeah. So this is, and actually, a hop and vice, um, as a style, has only been around since 2008. Oh, so it's you know in the grand scheme of beer, it's brand new. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is, it is. Yeah, more new than not, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. So I'll tell you a bit about that in a minute. Um, do you want to crack the beer first? I really, really do because yeah. it is warm. I've had a day. I've got my um. Joe came to visit. Yes. Uh, as we said, like over weekend, and I have got my Vault City tie dye birthday shirt on. Yeah. If you're watching the video, so I was very proud to wear that. Stood outside in the sun and crack open a beer. So I'm going to do that now. Um, so I've got um, my Vice beer vase glass to pop this in. So we see how it goes. So um, for those not watching the video, this glass is very, very tall. It's as it's almost as tall as the bottle, which is 
500 mil and it is smaller at the bottom so that you can hold it then it curves up like a vase and the curve at the top is there to capture what should be a big frothy head so oh yeah tori's got hers as well i've got one as well Ha-ha. he's got a magic hat you one, didn't though. you didn't think that i, I was didn't prepared. think you had one. i am prepared well done <laughs> Yeah, and it's a Hocus Pocus, which yeah. was a, a wheat beer. <laughs> so, has yours come from America? It has indeed. It came directly from Magic Hat in Vermont before the Vermont location closed down, I want to say, earlier this year or end of last year, because they've got their location in Vermont and they had a location in New York. And I think the main operation was New York, so they shut down Vermont. From my understanding, I, I don't know, but I used to drink Magic Hat all the time. Yeah. Wheat beers were my absolute jam, so I got this glass got for glass. it. <laughs> Um, guess where mine came from? Did yours come from Alaska? No. <laughs> um, it came from Bermuda. <laughs> That's random. <laughs> I know. That's it's really random. So it's from um, a brew pub in the dockyards, the Royal Navy dockyards in Bermuda, called the Frog and Onion Brew Pub. Um, and Dockyard Bruco is in this brew pub, and they make excellent beers. And their wheat beer is really gorgeous and you can buy their glasses so um i spent many a time drinking very large beers while we were in bermuda trying to hide away from the heat in the frog and onion brew pub so i had to have a glass to come home of course yes i like mine because mine's got this like swirly swirly pattern on it it's um it's one of my favorite glasses so i don't use it much because i'm afraid to break it well this is the same (laughs) i've just i've just got this out of the fancy glass cabinet which is in the living room because because of the memories behind this glass i don't use it (laughs) but i was like oh it's my only wheat beer glass so i needed to it needed to come out have a little scrub and it's ready ready to be christened this one's got memories for me because I went and I did the Magic Hat tour, oh, uh, the brewery tour with my sisters and my mum. Yeah, yeah, fun. But I was underage at the time. Oh, you told me this story. Yeah, this is sad. <laughs> and yeah, no, but they did let me in and they let oh, me do the fine. brewery tour and they said, but not, you know, you just can't have any drinks. And um, I'm like, oh, okay, that's fine. And then my sister, my sisters just kept being like, here. And my mum was like mortified. She was like, stop it, you're going to get caught. <laughs> like, my mum is just the most law-abiding citizen like I don't think she's ever had like a cigarette in her life like none of that so you know nothing she just doesn't do that kind of stuff so she was just like wanting to melt into the like what if we get caught like that's that's where I get that from of like yeah being like oh I can't sneak this extra thing into Ascot with me because what if I get caught Um, (laughs) but my sisters just kept giving me more beers uh, and then they were like don't worry we'll get some to take home to the I think my mum had won some uh, thing away that happened to be in Vermont, like a place that she's like, I'll take, you know, my daughters away, we'll go yeah. away. And we're like, what's there to do in this random part of Vermont? In It wasn't summer even, I don't yeah. think. So we're like, oh, what are we going to do? And we're like, oh, there's a brewery, we go to Magic Hat. <laughs> like, yes. There's always a brewery. We were always saying this the other day, weren't we? There's always a brewery. Always a brewery. Oh, I'm I not love... going to use that hat, that glass, though. I am going to use for this one because I can't can't put my siren in this glass, so it's going to have to okay. be this one. It's it's a Camden Town Brewery oh, beer dear. glass. <laughs> it, oh dear! I can't put it on the Polo Siren collab in this. No. So. <laughs> I love that. I love that beer glassware and, and beers have like really fun memories attached to them for people. Yeah, I feel like we'll just have to do, like, I, I feel like we should just have, like, one episode where we just reminisce on all of our beer memories. Yeah, we like... should just pick beers <laughs> that have a great memory and discuss those. I think that'd be really fun. It's really difficult for me, though, because most of them are <laughs> going to come from the US. It's going to be incredibly Mate, difficult for me to get them. <laughs> so am I. <laughs> but, but not, but, like, not the ones that it's like, oh, Trillium and, like, those right. really great. Or, or I could just use the Bud Light that Gordon <laughs> So generously sent to me yeah so memories um, attached to that so my husband when i went to visit tori the other day um i was just gonna call beers. me by my instagram name uh no i thought you were just gonna <laughs> instagram handle me <laughs> um and i was packing up a box of beers because you know we swap beers and i was packing anyway. up beers and my husband was like shall i sneak a san miguel in there I was like, I mean, if you want to, I can tell Tori like it's your to gift. <laughs> and he was like, no, no, it'd be better. I'll put a Bud Light in there. So he gifted a Bud Light to Tori. 
I appreciate it. It's gone right in with the rest of my beer collection. Um, he's waiting nice for the possession. review to come out. So yeah, he wants know. to know what you think of it. He wants your full watch tasting this, notes. Watch this space. It will be on our memories episode. So, yeah, my husband, the comedian, everybody. Right. On that note, let's get here. Are Let's get into this beer. And then you need to teach me because I know that there's some interesting things you've learned about it. Yeah, I have learned some interesting things. That was either a really shit pour or it's very lively. No, it's supposed to. Oh, that's a very big head. That's too big. Oh, it's supposed to have like a massive head. I'm going to blame the glass. I think it's the glass. Yeah, look at that. Right, so mine's got a good like three inch head on it. Mine's Yours got, a good 50%. got a five. <laughs> <laughs> mine's got a good fifty percent of the glass at least, seventy, seventy-five, maybe. I'm working on it. Give me a break. I'm blaming the glass for it. I'm gonna say it was just the glass's fault. It's nice like a nice whipped cream head. I mean, yeah, that's the problem because now that I've got so much of it it's really difficult to get rid of it <laughs> you're the best. one you're the one that works at beer festivals for goodness sake or out of a tap <laughs> <laughs> so don't open bottles for people we're just waiting for tori to pour a beer i think i've saved it slightly i've, yeah. I've saved it a yeah, bit that looks okay Ooh. Right. for a minute i thought there was like some sediment in it but it's not it's just the no, it's hazy no, 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 but it's it's just a lot of the um there's like carbonation bubbles going oh yeah friggin' manic at the bottom. There's different size carbonation bubbles, like there's big fat ones and then there's some lovely streaming little ones. Which is it's why really I lovely. thought like, oh, is there some sediment in there? What's going on? But then I realised I think it's it's bubbles. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, that is look at that head, that whipped cream head. Gorgeous. It's firm. That's firm. Yeah, firm. Shouldn't go anywhere. Um, which it should be, because it is a vice beer in essence right so do you want to know where this has come from yeah i do right so as i said a hot fan vice is a relatively new style created in 2008 um so let's say a little bit about beer styles so the belgians don't believe in beer styles they just believe in making beer that you want to drink um but you know in america probably over here as well we like nice little neat boxes that we can put our beers into so we know what they should taste like from a judging perspective uh, what they should taste like what they should look like and then brewers can brew to those guidelines or not as the case may be <laughs> with a hot fan vice um you know they can be based around a city or a region like a london porter or a, or a berliner vice um, it's sometimes based on traditions that are shared by groups of brewers like Abbey beers. Um, and often it's based around the development of particular ingredients uh, and they are discovered and then become prominent, like your West Coast IPA because of those Pacific Northwest hops or your Belgian wit beer where they add um orange peel and coriander so you know that became very traditional in those in that area um we categorize beers in this way but then sometimes brewers go a little bit off piste and decide to have an experiment and see what happens uh, this gives us some really exciting beers so if you think about things that are probably a bit more air quotes experimental um a new england ipa is technically probably more experimental than it used to be. I mean, they, I mean, but they only appeared in two thousand in the two thousand and tens, so they're actually even younger than a hot fan vice, only by a couple of years. But you know, and when you've got things like a white IPA, which is uh, inspired by your Belgian wit beers, yeah. you've got your black IPA, which was a mixture of roastiness and hoppiness. Like these things have come out of brewers experimenting and seeing what well, if i chuck these bits together what happens white stouts white stouts weird reverse stouts <laughs> <laughs> all of that stuff comes out of people trying to experiment you know and not going well beer should taste like beer 
but it's going to taste like what I want to experiment with. So Schneider, who are a German wheat beer brewer, they've been brewing since 1872. Um, Schneider and Son. But they met with, so their head brewer at the time, in 2008, or round about that time, was Hans-Peter Drexler. And he met with a certain brewer called Garrett Oliver, who is quite famous and is from Brooklyn Brewery. So they met together. They wanted to do a collaboration beer, but they decided that they wanted to um, fuse kind of the two things that they were interested in and that they were really good at. So, so Schneider's really famous for doing their vice beers, their wheat beers, and uh, Garrett Oliver being an American brewer, very interested in hops. Your regular wheat beer or German vice beer or Hefeweizen as well don't really have much of a hop character. The flavours coming and the aromas coming from those beers are going to come from the from the yeast And you're going to be looking for banana, esters, so fruitiness. You're going to be looking for clove, fennels in spiciness. So you don't really get a lot of hop. So then they decided to combine hops with a a vice beer. And that came into a hop fen vice. So they tried it out. It was quite good. Um, The first one was (laughs) brewed in Germany. Then they decided to, you know, tweak it a bit more. Started brewing it in America. And it has now come down to being an actual style. Um, still not listed on the BJCP website. <laughs> I tend to find BJCPs but, very, very yeah, Exactly. That's it's... really your little boxes. So it's still yeah. essentially an experimental beer style. Um, but quite interesting in that when we're going to try taste it, we should be looking for a balance between those banana and clove notes that you get from your from a wheat beer and some fruitiness from the hops it is going to be more bitter than a usual wheat beer because of those additions of hops but it should be well balanced um this one is actually um considered a weizen doppelbock so you're oh. going to get more so a, a doppelbock is a higher alcohol beer but in your box you're getting bready malt flavors so there may be a bit of that in there as well so it's going to be um, because of the hops and, and these combinations, it's not going to be as dry. There will be a bit of sweetness to it. There's going to be more bitterness. It should be an interesting balance. Shall we get into it? Yes. Cool. I've got yeast in here as well. I've got I yeast don't... in here as well. I didn't carefully pour. It's, it's right, fine. Right, it's just a bit of yeast. Yeah. Doesn't hurt anyone. So I already had a sip of it. I kind of cheated. So um, I'll wait for you to get your sips in. I'm definitely getting that banana and clove. Yeah, so I, I definitely got the clove, but I think in the smell, I am quite heavily getting like a like a pear or an apple in there yeah. as well, like the fruitiness of that. I'm getting like mar- sticky marmalade. Like it's got a really yeah. sticky smell. Yeah, I can I can see what you mean by that. Maybe a bit of pineapple. Yeah, because I don't, yeah, I don't pineapple. think that the banana, for me, the banana doesn't come through as much in the smell okay um the clove does a bit and the fruitiness does um but the fruitiness for me is like a lighter sweeter apple pear that that type of fruit i can see the pineapple i can definitely get like the pineapple element to it now that you say and i don't know if it's because you've said that and you've got that in my head um but yeah definitely i'm also underlying it i'm getting like a bit of bread dough Mm. Which is lighter than I expected. I can see that. Right, I'm going in. I already went in several times. It's very good. Um, but with that, so you, you were saying it's got like the higher level of the bitterness, but I still wouldn't say that it's particularly high bitter, at least not for my taste buds. It's not particularly high bitter. It no. might be more bitter than sort of what's normal, but I wouldn't say that... Um, this isn't West Coast levels. No, and and I wouldn't even say that. I think even for some beers, where even when it's not West Coast levels, the bitterness can sometimes just be a bit higher than what I enjoy yeah. for that flavour combination. But I think it's very, for me, it's quite subtle here with all the other flavours happening. Yeah, I get the spice, the spice to it. Um, that comes in for me, and I get a lot of maltiness in it, which which I quite like. 
Yeah, it's quite rich, isn't it? Yeah. That's st- like I'm get I'm just keep thinking like sticky. Like sticky fruit juice and like marmalade was the good. Marmalade, yeah. It's definitely like and it's not car- it's caramelized sugar, but not not the sweetness but from not, it. It's the sticky like I think like, you know, maybe a bit of burnt marmalade. I would say like for me, caramel apple. Yeah. And I know, and I know that sometimes like apple's used in like a negative like way of if it's apple, it's not necessarily, not necessarily. but I know sometimes when people use that it, it there's that there can be that negative connotation for it but I don't mean that in a in a negative way at yeah. all it just has that light fruitiness of like a nice you know maybe like a bit of a green apple or something like that which can be a bit like a bit of bitterness to it maybe but it's like I don't know car- caramel apple for me that's yeah what, I get a lot of orange my head. I get a lot of orange Oh, the smell of like breadiness now now that you've um, said like <laughs> now that you've said dough it really goes in there it's drier than i expected but there's still like a there's a bitterness like a light bitterness and there's a like an orange juice linger for me i can get orange juice in it like the more i drank it i think the first few sips i didn't really get yeah the orange juice in it uh or, or not orange juice but yeah. the orange yeah, yeah. element to it um but the more I've drank of it now, the more I'm like, oh, okay. Actually, I can, I can kind of, it, it gets stronger as it goes, I think. Yeah. I think it also tastes like boozier. So what's the ABV on this? Um, it's quite, it's, it's eight, 8.5. Am I making that up? Eight, no, 8.2. 8.2. 8. 8. Yeah. So it's a big one. Yeah. But we, wheat beers tend to be quite low. So well, this, is a, this is a big boy. Hey. <laughs> Because that's what I had in my mind with like wheat beer. I was thinking it's yeah. probably not that high, especially for all these like more traditionally looking bottle yeah. ones. They're not normally that that high ABV. Yeah. And to be honest, I didn't look at the ABV until just now, um, and I was about to say, "Oh, it's quite boot. Like it has quite of a boozy. It's got taste a bit of a warmth to it. Yeah. But then once we've sort of uncovered that it's eight point two, I was like, "Oh, it's oh not yeah, that. that makes it's not that. That makes sense. sense. Yeah." But I don't think it's that level of... It doesn't taste 8.2. It just tastes higher than what I thought it originally was. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's supposed to go really well with spicy food like Indian or Thai. I could see that. Yeah. Hands down. It'd be amazing. <laughs> Bit of pad Thai in one of these. Nice. Definitely. Um, is now a good time as well to sort of address the fact that we've got... Said that we've both... Yeah, we've both got enough sediment. to get sediment in ours. But the only reason I want to say it is because I think people get really nervous with sediment of like, yeah. oh my god, is it is something wrong with my beer or has it been stored incorrectly? No. Can I drink it? Um, so the reason that we've got um sediment in is because we did a pour and then we straightened up and then we poured again. So the sediment shifted and then got into that last bit. Like it's just a bit of yeast. It's not yep. going to kill you. Yep. Um, it, this is also, they also don't, they're unfiltered, unfined, unpasteurized, and they're going to have been bottle conditioned a bit. So that yeast is there to do a job. Um, to, if you're worried, you can let it settle a little bit. Just don't drink the bottom of your glass. You'll be all right. Yeah. Just don't hard pour. Yeah. <laughs> don't, don't do what we did either. Yeah. <laughs> This is why, so this is why, like, um, with lambics, you've got those baskets, if you've ever seen the bottle. So you open it, and because they've got quite a bit of sediment in the bottle, you you have to keep it on its side. So that stays at the bottom, and then you pour the beer off. If you straighten it up afterwards, that's when you get your sediment in. See, I never never knew that about them. So I always... Around in the bottom. I always kind of, I think there's a big debate about whether or not this is, it's, correct or not but my understanding has always been with the exception of like a few types of bottled beers that typically ones that have corks in them um as a rule of thumb you're not meant to necessarily lay beer on their sides because they get yeast rings or or whatever else but then other it depends on who you ask because then other people say no it's totally yeah. fine it's just you have to pour it this way and you have to do that with it so it's just really interesting but I just thought I'd take the opportunity now because I know uh just the other day on one of the forums I saw somebody like uh, uh what uh, you know did I store it wrong did somebody else store it wrong and it's like no no 
just sediment yeah. just a bit of yeast it'd like <laughs> it'd be okay but i thought as long, maybe as, you got stringy, as long as you haven't got stringy bits or oh. ch- like massive chunks you're fine uh, just saying that makes me yeah. feel ill but but yeah i think it's yeast I thought maybe we could instill confidence in people yeah. like it's okay to drink it <laughs> well i mean there is a tradition in some countries of you pour a wheat beer mm. And then you roll the bottle and you add the yeast back in on top. Some people quite like it because, you know, yeast can be nutritional. It's not for everyone, though. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, I don't think it's for me. Um, But I mean, I can handle like a little bit in my glass. But yeah, yeah, I don't think I can handle. Adds to the wheat. (laughs) Swirl it around and (laughs) dumping it all back on again. Whip it in the top. Oh, any other interesting facts about this? Um, so while I was looking for information about Hopfen Vices, um, Cloudwater have done quite a few, it looks like. Um, but I think oh, Americans... They always have slightly different... Because they yeah. weren't all... Co- the ones that I saw weren't all called Hopfen Vice. They had slightly different names. And I was like, so I don't know if they are... And this is what made it really difficult to kind of find a few for our podcast was because I was like... Ooh, the name's slightly different. How so, different is it? It's very interesting. And this was it was quite difficult finding information and examples of hot vices when I was doing my research because they are like th- when you look up this on um untapped, it comes up as a vice and doppelbock, not as a hot vice. There isn't a section for hot vices. They get separated up into all the other wheat beer styles. So even the Nacken even though it very clearly says on the back of the can, Hopfenweiss, it's down as a Hefeweizen yeah. on untapped. Um, because essentially your Hopfenweiss is a hoppy wheat beer. So it can be any kind of wheat beer with some hop chuck- chucked into it. Now, I mean, obviously not chucked into it. It's carefully <laughs> measured and worked out, how, you know, within the recipe. just close your eyes, pick up a handful and go, poof. <laughs> and the magic it. happens. Um, but yeah, so it's it's a bit of a mystery of a style because it's there can be various different ones that are actually within it but essentially it's any any wheat beer that's got a hop character to it and i love it because i love it's very I love wheat beers uh, i absolutely love wheat beers and i love hoppy beers so for me i saw it and i was like yeah have to have that um and then yeah i, I got it i got it for you i got the siren one for you because i was just like if nothing else it's something different to try and i was like and it's on the polo and and the the label on it's like um textured yes <laughs> it's yes. a nice textured label <laughs> um so it's like even if you don't fully love it if it's if if it's got too much hops you don't like it yeah. at least you've tried something new yeah so. what well, I, I mean i'm enjoying trying something new mm. i prefer a straight vice beer to be honest um but i think it's still really interesting to try and set like how can we stifle creativity like beer is an art form you yeah, can't turn around like, and tell people you can't experiment with it yeah like who gets to decide i guess that's right. the thing it's like well who gets to decide like even with the argument of like beer should taste like beer right even if you take that argument well who gets to decide what beer tastes like what beer tastes like for it to taste like beer like who gets to say uh i like this lager and i like uh this ipa but when it hits this point it's gone too far (laughs) right who, who do you who gets to have that final say because if not everyone's going to have a slightly different thing over what crosses a line you can only say you can only say what you personally like you can't like inflict that on other people no and it's like are people going to say like oh this is okay because it's a it's a traditional it's a more traditional style where they've just added extra hops in so therefore you know there's no crazy adjuncts or anything in it therefore this is okay this experimentation is okay but some jam donut in putting, there. <laughs> second you put jam donut in, that's <laughs> it. So Joe, your career, your career's done because you made a jam donut. Yeah, I've done it. I've hit the pinnacle. I'm done. <laughs> but yeah, I quite like this. I think that like it just makes me wish that I'm on holiday right now. It is uh like you want to be in like a really nice hot beer garden with some lovely leafy trees. <laughs> I want I some pretzels. Be... <laughs> I want to be somewhere like yeah, with with warm pretzels, soft yeah. warm pretzels. Yeah. Ah, 
that would be amazing i mean instead uh it's cooled down which is really really great um but instead i'm just in a press of heat in england which who would have thought right who would have this is it though this is our summer (laughs) once this is done which is you know your 30s which is like for people in the u.s around like 80s sort of region um people back in the u.s were like isn't it supposed to be raining and I was like guys it doesn't rain here all the time (laughs) it's rain at the weekend which I'm slightly annoyed about (laughs) I was like all right stereotypes like come on Um, it doesn't rain let me get my teacup out but (laughs) yeah that's my favorite is um when people come over from the US like instantly people over there like (laughs) do you want some tea and my husband's like I drink coffee. I'm the same. They always like try. They're like, "Do you want tea?" I'm like, "No." It's, it's all coffee, it's all thanks. it's all well meaning, but the amount of times <laughs> I have to say, like, "No, we don't." It's not. It is more a fifty fifty between rain and not rain. Like, yeah. you do get a lot of not rain, but oh my god, we don't normally get this many mm. days in a row of like eighties with no wind, just yeah. just heat. Climate change is a thing, y'all. <laughs> exactly but at least we've got this gorgeous creation because it's really nice so back with some knackered from tori's faves siren and omnipolo <laughs> and omnipolo yeah i do like a good bit of omnipolo as well um so I think there's yeah, a good story is... behind this isn't there yeah there is actually um so it's a rebrew this is a rebrew um it's had n- numerous numerous rebrews um so basically the original one of these uh was done in october of 2013 um so the, the whole reason it sort of came about was that um siren agreed to collaborate with omnipolo Lopez Balin, um <laughs> collaborate with omnipolo and uh host a um homebrew competition for swedish homebrewers which which i thought already was quite interesting because mm. like i feel like every time a beer is like i would have thought they'd have been like we're hosting a homebrew competition in the uk because we're brewing it in the uk so i found it really interesting that they were like no no swedish homebrewers you don't have hear a lot a big, about swedish homebrew yeah have they got a big base in sweden do they export a lot to sweden well i i don't know um not, not why positive. don't you know you know everything about siren for goodness I, sake I, I imagine it was just because it was omnipolo yeah. i don't know if yeah. it, i don't think it's necessarily their base i think it's more omnipolo's okay sort of base um yeah so basically they hosted a homebrew competition uh for swedish homebrewers and um, the prize was to basically uh the winner got to come with henock and carl over to the uk to brew a siren can you hear the plane Is no you're okay no you're fine <laughs> no I can't actually. I'm um, leave this one in because I want the people to know that this is live. <laughs> it is real. It is happening. I am over a flight path. Great. Um, so yeah. So so what they did is they sort of yeah they had this competition and uh, the way it worked out was that basically on the polo would narrow it down to six people or six you know finalists. Mm-hmm. Then they packaged up the beers and they sent it across to siren um and said here you go here's a six choose your winner and then what i thought was really interesting was siren picked the winner but they did it with the help of thornbridge <laughs> oh that's interesting yeah i just thought that was really interesting share and share alike two, two people from from thornbridge sort of like came and helped impartial siren. like impartial so, judges yeah no but i thought that was like really brilliant yeah. really interesting because i just i was like oh it's an omnipolar siren collab and then all of a sudden like yeah thornbridge came <laughs> and helped um and effectively the winner of that first that first competition was rick gordon lundquist i think that's how you say the name and i'm only basing that off the fact that there's a hockey player an ice hockey player with a similar <laughs> similar so no um and yeah basically he won for his hoppy heffenweizen so nice. um yeah so i'm gonna before i say anything else i'm gonna crack it open i want to yeah. drink it because i am parched i love that sound of like that we <laughs> got, got a little glass for this one. Oh, see i treated mine like royalty oh well done put mine in the uh hocus pocus glass so uh, mine's uh, very yellow I was going to say, mine's. It still has that very like wheat beer, yeah, hazy haze. yellow color. 
that golden yellow color and the head is more like I don't know if you can sort of see that in the camera or if it's not really working properly yeah. um it's not as, it's not as firm yeah as it's the not other as one. thick it's more um more bubbly like yeah it's more bubbly. bubbly yeah like soap bubbles and they're disappearing and yeah, it does it's not... smell more banana-y like it I think it smells a bit more for me it smells a bit more traditional wheat beer than it than the other one did no, I got see, more sweet one... fruit no the other one was more traditional wheat beer to me and this is very hoppy in fact I'm getting a bit of lemon mm. and I'm getting a bit of of um vegetal off of it mm. see I'm getting banana quite quite a bit in this um, but I am getting like a little bit of lemon. Like I've got a little bit of lemon coming in there, but I don't get that same hoppiness that you get. And this yeah, is why I'm it's like really, I, I think it's really interesting how everyone has a little bit different view on it. Yeah. Because I felt that other one smelled a bit sweeter, at least to start. But then I feel the like other the one smell smells, kind of changes. Yeah, the other one smelled sweeter. I'm getting a bit of um, like spicy German hop on this one as well. Do we know what hops are in it? Oh, I could get, I could, I could see that. Um, it doesn't say on the label. No, it doesn't say. It just says tops. Um, I'll go through differences. There's a few different brews of yes. this one. Um, so I'll go through that in a minute. But, but yeah, it was. Um, Have you drunk yours yet? Are you going in? No, I'm going no. In. Let's go in. Let's go in. It's thinner, I think, as yeah. well. Like thinner Not mouth, thinner. not in a bad way, but just thinner and drier i think it's more i think it's more bitter as well oh i don't think it's more bitter it's more bitter for me i think it's less bitter it's it's less interesting which is like not in a bad way like it's very refreshing mm. um but there's a lot more going on in my glass yeah in the schneider than there it's is more, in this one it's, it's more, more complex. this is more complex and there's more it's bits more to pick out whereas this is just very refreshing yeah I would definitely agree um but I do see like for me I agree with you on the dryness this is definitely more dry but for me this one's more bitter than the others uh, than the other one is I do think though I get a bit of orange in that sip right there oh. I do get a bit um so this one in case anyone's interested is 6.9 percent um, and I actually feel like I get a bit of grapefruit. It, yeah, I can I can see that. Um, I think this one tastes boozier for six point nine oh. than that one did for the eight point two or whatever it was. Um, I think this tastes more like a New England IPA or an IPA. Like, and I, it, this set tastes more like if you chuck this in front of somebody, mm. I don't think they'd go, "Oh, that's an in like that's." an interesting style i think like this is a hoppy wheat beer. I, I would agree it tastes more ipa yeah but i don't i would disagree with the new england ipa mm. now you're just being like picky about which style it's it's like i'm if, well versed if you in my stuck new england this, yeah, <laughs> if you stuck this in front of me and was just like this is a new beer style this is a different beer style i'd be like is it that's not to say it's a bad beer it's just not as interesting to me as the schneider and I'm just trying to take it i'm just trying to take into say if yeah. i would think that it was different or if like if someone said here's a new beer style here is a bit different would i think it was a bit different i don't i don't know i think there is an element of like it almost tastes like for how it tastes in terms of an ipa it's sort of got the it, it tastes like it's a mishmash of different types of IPAs. So, like, maybe mm. I would believe that it was, like, a new type of IPA that they've okay. come up with. Would I think it was, like, a wheat beer? Probably not, I, No, I wouldn't. I, I'm not getting wheat from it at all. No. I'm getting hoppy beer. So I think in for this me, it one, smelled more wheaty for yeah, me uh, than it tasted. I know you didn't get that, but no, I did. No, I didn't even get that. So I think, it like, it's a hoppy beer is what I get, is what I get from it. That's not a bad thing. No. It's just That's not what I was expecting. Especially, I think, after you've just had After like, I've that just traditional... had this one, which is, like, <laughs> everything that's going on in this glass. Yeah, it's, um, it's interesting, but I do think that it's quite refreshing. It's like yeah, I yeah think it's in really the, in refreshing. The heat, like, it Perfect. doesn't make me think I'm on holiday in Europe, by any means, but I do feel like it's a sit outside and yeah. drink it in the heat. Definitely. 
perfect and it's that perfect for me it's the perfect abv percentage it just tastes a bit boozier than what i would expect for that percentage i think they are wildly different beers i think they are definitely wildly different beers but then i also think the cloud water was very different from either from what i remember the cloud water was wildly different to both of those as well so i think i think hot fin vices are just little islands all of their own i think they're so uncommon as well at this point they're so uncommon that everyone is just experimenting and everyone is just kind of doing their own thing yeah and why not which is yeah there's nothing wrong with that but i think around see what delicious nonsense you can put in a can but i think the more common a certain style becomes the more you have that baseline level of like those this, and those this is what you expect and then you have some outliers within that of people yeah. being experimental with those it predefined doesn't... ideas about what you're expecting in your glass and that can be really useful if you're trying to work out what you like yeah and you know you want to make sure that you buy something that you know you're going to like it's really useful to know those things but if you just want to try something and see you know be experimental see what it is see if you like it then yeah something a bit more like mm. this so yeah so i thought it was quite interesting as well so basically um going back to the uh so i'm I basically sort of summarized up this article this blog post from siren about about this original beer from 2013 mm-hmm. and um thought it was interesting that they effectively this guy won he came over um with henock and carl uh they went to go brew um I think they said it was, you know, a few months down down the line. Basically, they they'd come over and they started brewing. They said basically, um, <laughs> I'm going to read the bit because I can't really do it justice summarising it. So here's what it says. So so fast forward to August and the three arrived nice and early for mash in for mashing at the brewery and all was not well. The wheat malt that hadn't arrived the previous day had still not arrived <gasps> oh, a no. few a few calculations were made as this was to be a double batch brew and we kicked off with a few small changes after that it was a pretty straightforward day punctuated by lots of sharing and tasting of beers as you do like as i feel do. like i feel like that's probably the most key part yeah, of doing yeah, yeah. a collab yeah. um, you got to bring yeah. something you got to bring some beer to the table to share yeah for once but, you've cleaned out that little ton <laughs> got all the grain out how unfortunate is that that it's like oh the wheat that we needed uh yeah. didn't arrive yesterday and it still hadn't arrived and can you imagine you've just like you're hosting these three people one of which won a competition um it must be oh, so stressful like i yeah. can't even imagine um but at least that, that was kind of like it didn't start great but it sounds like it ended yeah. pretty good so so yeah i thought i'd share that 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 little bit but i was like i can't i can't summarize that because i've just got to read that from exactly how it is yeah. uh but yeah so so the name of the beer itself knackin that's that is effectively named after a, a swedish siren and um, okay. this image right here if you're looking at the camera uh, so that um it comes so from a, artwork of a swedish a, knackin it's a face yes um, and, it's and ooh, face yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, and there's like it's got quite it looks like it's got like a hairy beard yeah long hair and then there's fish kind of woven yeah in between like the hair and the and the hat in the fingers of the hand it's very interesting yeah i i would and it's textured which i quite like yes. um i'd say it's kind of like a king trident-esque type yeah. artwork with his little ooh yeah. face which is um it's just really cool. I'm holding up to the camera if you're watching the video. Yeah. Um, but that is basically the artwork of a Swedish knacken. And and the whole thing is it, it lures people into the water by playing its flute. And oh. Siren made sure to make a note that oftentimes he's naked. Oh. So I thought I would add that in because it's <laughs> obviously very I important. I mean, he lives in the sea, in the ocean, obviously. So, I mean, what I would, would you need clothes for? It's like, come on. I mean, what would you need um, clothes for? Yeah, they they sort of originally released it into bottles, and here it is in a can. And I think the last time that we went to the tap yard when you were here, I mm-hmm. believe they actually still had some. Yes, I think they did. Um, but I went and I looked on their website, and it's not there anymore. But I I don't know if that's because it's sort of tap room exclusive because they were down to sort of the last few cans. Yeah. Um, got this one back, and I think I checked my emails, and this one was released back in January, so I got it the end of January sort of beginning of feb yeah um but yeah so i thought the one last thing that i'd sort of say is 
there's there's kind of four iterations of it so the first one they did which the the original one that was a 6.4 percent that was just knacking that was the original one that they brewed as part of you know that that contest that the the winners the winners beer effectively um then from what i can tell uh in 2015 now the dates could be wrong but i've just basically kind of googled all these to see sort of when it's come out they've released a barrel age knacking which is a 7.4 percent um it's listed on untapped as an american wild ale but Mm -hmm. from what i could find on all blog posts uh it is it is knacking and what they've done is they've fermented it in chardonnay casks with wild yeast and i was like oh my god that sounds amazing um and and it was part of like a four barrel age release series uh one one of the other ones was shattered dream that they did Uh, so yeah i bet that was amazing yeah they're different types of barrels and this one went in the chardonnay barrel which i can understand why having to it's got that dryness yeah it's just got that vinous sort of element to it from that dryness that i could see a chardonnay barrel probably quite good um but it sounds like it was probably amazing and yeah i genuinely wish that i had one of those because that sounds really good yeah Um, forget a time machine go back to 2015 get a few of those (laughs) bottles and uh seller them in my yeah <laughs> in my cupboard um then the third one that came out was knacken 2.0 so that was 7.8 percent um i trawled everywhere i could sort of through the internet to find out when it was released and all that and, and what it actually seems like was this one was released released last year october 2020 and okay. i could be wrong but that's just what happened to what seemed to be what i found um and that one was it specifically mentioned that it was made with pilsner malt um and the hops were simcoe amarillo citra and galaxy hops and it seemed that they brewed this one it was brewed by a north carolina brewery in the u.s called uh casita brewing co um which is probably why I, I, i didn't know it had been I hadn't seen a 2.0 release because I, I yeah. don't think it. I don't think it was over here, from what I can understand. And it seems like from that point on, Casita's mentioned as well. Yeah. So um, the, the Lindquist, uh, he seems to have. It's like, oh, he's the one that sort of inspired it, but he's no longer sort of mentioned as the collab as such, as much as it is Siren, Omnipolo, and Casita. Yeah. Um, so what I'm thinking is they might have done sort of a bit of a tweak to the recipe after speaking to the u.s brewery and then maybe kind of now what's there is this weird hybrid that's continually evolved which i, I thought was quite interesting yeah. because where it leaves us with now is knack in 2021 with 6.9 percent um the one that we have obviously that i've got in january um and then yeah i just thought that was quite interesting to see how it's evolved into so many it's kind of you had the original homebrew that then made it into being the beer that won and and that they've put yeah. out there then a barrel age then they've gone okay it's going to go over to the u.s now and then it's come back and there's a another person putting input into it and and yeah it's um be interesting to see if they reboot again and see what that one's like so i would definitely try it again to see what the next iteration of it is but i'm, yeah. I'm really keen to try more yeah things. i think if i saw more hops and vices i'd definitely grab them and give them a go yeah definitely but yeah, this is this is our last one because we we can only get to really struggle to find more. Yeah, so we've only volunteered tonight. I think we were really <laughs> lucky to find like the original in Anspach and Hob Day. Seriously, people, go to Anspach and Hob Day. So they brilliant. have a great great selection of traditional beers. I've just ordered their collaboration with Elusive because I just got my early release oh. email <gasps> saying you can order. Oh. The, I want the, the black collab. IPA. So yeah, I just ordered it. I mean, if you want to put an order and I can pick it up for you. I mean, maybe. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, like, like a good bit Anspatch. But what I quite liked about Anspatch, um, and I'm, I'm sure we'll probably mention this when we do our episode that we're not yeah. going to talk about now, but um, I, I found it quite interesting how much they had some really traditional, and not just trad UK styles, but traditional European styles like they had so so much offering yeah. from that traditional sense but also they had like so many craft offerings as well in their fridges so I just thought thought that was really interesting because yeah. you don't get you know I think Fallen Acorns another one that does that quite well which bridges the gap between trad and and experimental because I think for Definitely. me 
I consider it all craft if it's made in a particular way. It can be a traditional style and still be craft, but yeah. I think that's why I choose to say experimental. <laughs> but yeah, it's um I think we are lucky to have tried that one and to find out that was like the first one. Yeah, I was just like to be and it was like this is the first one. I was like, is that the one we've got in the fridge? Let me go and look. Mm. Yes, it is. That's brilliant. You were like, I've got some really interesting facts on it. I was like, don't yeah. tell me. Like, don't spoiler alert. <laughs> I'd be surprised. Oh, well, with that, shall we wrap things up for tonight? It's, it's, yeah. I feel like we've done quite a few long episodes recently. Yeah. <laughs> we should give people a break. We'll give you a little a short, short one. Well. Yeah. Um, if people want to talk to you about, I don't know, um, hoppy beers. Oh, yeah. I could talk about hoppy beers all day long. <laughs> Where so if can you want they to talk find to me, you? Someone talk to me about hoppy beers or um, naked men that lure people into the ocean with flutes. Uh, you can topic. find me. Yeah, that's a fun topic. Um, you can find me on Instagram at adventures underscore in underscore optimism. If people want to talk to you about less hoppy beers but more wheat beers, where yeah. can they find you? You can talk to me about wheat beers. You can talk. You can talk to me about any style. Um, I am. My personal account is A Woman's Brew on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Um, particularly if you would like to talk about different beer styles, come, 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 join me at Love Beer Learning, my beer school. Uh, I mostly hang out on Instagram as Love Beer Learning. Um, we're also on Facebook and Twitter and TikTok and Pinterest. Uh, we also have a website, which is lovebeerlearning.co.uk. And we will pick up emails at lovebeerlearning at gmail.com. That'll be for the podcast as well. Um, we particularly look at beer styles in my beer membership, the Beer Tent Society. We do a different beer style every month. Um, but if you just want to come, yeah, she's in it. She's there. Come join us. It's very exciting. We have we have a good time. Tasting Sometimes I'm late. Beers. Sometimes I cut out early, <laughs> but I'm always there at She's least for a little bit. There, always there, <laughs> yeah. Um, and if you just want to learn about beer and beer tasting, um, build your beer vocabulary. The next round of that will be September. So join the wait list so you can get information about when that starts. Nice. Um, that's All that information is on the website and through the links in bio on Instagram. Um, come and join us and learn some more about beer with us. Yeah, and I think we're, we've got some really exciting episodes. Though. Yep, there's there's one in particular that we just recorded. And if you follow us on Instagram, you're going to know exactly what it is. If you don't follow peek. us on Instagram, I mean, that is, that's a problem. your problem. That's fine. I mean, I don't. <laughs> I don't want to follow me either. It's fine, um, but it's one that I am particularly yeah, <laughs> exciting us, and you, braggy about. Then you don't get to see our exciting it's, exclusive I, pictures. I, I, I feel like this one that we did recently. Like I, I feel personally, I've just peaked. And I'm like, where do I go from there? <laughs> we're, we, we're really we, building we, this up now. We start talking like, oh, what are we going to do next? Yeah. I think, it's a, I think it's I a build know. up I think it's I think it's a fair build up yeah um so so yeah and and obviously we've just had mothership we've just had Jane yeah. mothership that that was that was brilliant yeah and uh, really excited at some of the stuff that's coming out so keep listening and definitely let, let us know if there's anything in particular that you want to listen to and yeah. we'll do our best to make it happen or who you want us to interview or whatever else so yeah we can make it happen cool on that note joe let's go get oppressively warm cheers Cheers.